Eat, drink, smoke, a snack size edition when you need just a little something to tide you over. Tony Katz, April D. Gregory, Fingers Malloy, Blend Bar Cigar, Indianapolis, Indiana, BlendBarCigar.com, the cigar lounge of America, Houston, Nashville, and Pittsburgh, along with Indianapolis, and Kelly Clarkson, Tougher Than You, Fingers Malloy. Tougher than you, April D. Not Gregory. true. I bet I can do the same thing. Guaranteed. You Are you sure? Yeah. I have very high pain tolerance. That stuff doesn't bother me at all. So Kelly Clarkson was hosting uh, the Billboard Awards. She was hosting the Billboard Music Awards. Oh, you're right. That, you have to be tough to go through that kind of pain. Right? <laughs> oh, that, 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 wasn't, that wasn't the top. Oh. Sang two songs at the Billboard Music Awards. Turns out she had appendicitis. She has appendicitis while she's hosting. The show is over. They fly her home. She has surgery the next day. That's pretty damn tough. I could see where her music would give you appendicitis. Oh, come on. (laughs) I like her. She's like, you know what? I'm not trying to to be anybody else. This is my size. This is who I am. I'm cool. Let's go have a damn good time. She's like, you like me or don't? And she has a ton of fans. And so she should. The concert here in Indy was just like last month. Pack Banker's Life, which is huge, whatever it's called now, Banker's Life, it's huge. No, it's Banker's Life Field, that's where the Pacers play, the Indianapolis Pacers. Packed it all. I mean, and at first I was like, wait, she still has that many fans? But yeah, they love her. Those people that came on board, uh, American Idol, they never left. Shouldn't she be playing casinos by now? The answer is no, but Justin Guarini is. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Not like headlining, right? Oh, God, I'm just saying that no one knows where he is. No. He, He was never able to recover. No. You know? To Kelly Love Justin or whatever that movie was, that was the last thing he did. That was the last thing he did. You're gonna have to Google it, people, if you don't know what we're <laughs> talking about. That's tough though. Like that's committed to the thing. You know, we always hear about people who, you know, oh they 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 won't show up to work. Oh, they won't do this. There are people who are totally committed to being successful. And if you want to make it in Hollywood, if you want to make it in entertainment, you have to, the key is out hustling the other person. I've said this about radio a million times. You know, I've got, I do a morning show. I do a syndicated midday show. Some other things. It's not that I'm necessarily smarter than anybody else out there. I'm willing to work harder than anybody else out there. Right. I'm willing to work harder than everybody I know and everybody I've run into. That's it. That's the only... That's like the difference. When I got started in radio, I was living in Los Angeles. And so I, I was part of a, of a, of a thing that was... Um, it, it was people in who worked in the business, but were also on the political right, right? There was a, there was this gathering of people, and a lot of people were always talking about the things that they were going to do and the things that they were working on. And I was thinking about, okay, how do I how do I really break into radio? How do I do this? Because I wasn't sure at the time. And what I noticed is is that everybody was always talking about what they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Nobody was doing what they wanted to do. They were always waiting. For something, they were waiting for an agent. They were waiting for a callback. They were waiting for a financing. I didn't wait. I took. You know that that when I started in radio, I was broke. I had lost everything in the downturn, two thousand eight. I lost everything, two thousand eight, two thousand nine. I lost my house. Couldn't afford anything. I took the last two thousand dollars I had in the world, and I bought time on a radio station in Tampa, Florida, because I happened to know the station. I lived in Los Angeles. I would connect using Skype. It was insane. Nobody starts like that. That's nuts. 
but I got to say I had a radio show on the air, and that was inst- instant credibility on a station that if you blinked, you missed it, and you listen on radio. If you blinked, you missed the station. But and, and, and when I take a look at like some of the people who came up with me, they were the people who were willing to go places, try things, do things, uh, You know, weren't worried about what they were getting paid, just get one more person, find one more person, find a way, build a way. Like, that was it. That's the whole difference. That was like the, the everything. Kelly Clarkson's a star. Kelly Clarkson could have bowed out. Kelly Clarkson could have said, yeah, I, can't, I can't. Appendicitis. What are you going to do? Fights through appendicitis? Ask yourself, if you're like, oh, man, I could have that career, ask yourself if you'll fight through appendicitis. Oh, I'm ridiculously impressed with, with Kelly Clarkson. Crazy impressed. Like I'd like, Now I want to meet her. Now, you've been in radio now for how long, Tony? Uh, I've been in radio since 2000. Since 2010. Has anything happened in all these hours of broadcasting where you had to muscle through something, anything close to that? Like, uh, Oh, God, no. no. I mean, I've lost my voice before. It's not easy to do radio when you've lost your voice. Um, I've been sick before. I've had the flu before. But nothing like that. No, 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 no. Not even close. I mean, I will give her credit. I can't imagine just going through a, a broadcast sitting at a desk in that kind of pain, let alone getting in front of however many thousand people were in the They're arena the millions that night watching. And millions and watching. And she's performing. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's just it's a great story about our, what are you willing to do? Now, she, I think, risked her health, and I don't know if I want her to do that or anybody else to do that. But, like, she's like, no, I got to do the thing. No, I'm going to go out there and do it. No, I'm going to go out there and push it. Man, that's respectable. That is absolutely respectable. I, I totally, totally enjoy her for that. Yeah, because you, you do see performers. Some will, will try to tough it out, and that's one of the things that probably ended up costing Tom Petty his life because he was in a lot of pain due to his, his uh, he needed a hip replacement and the whole nine yards, and so he started relying on prescription drugs. Sometimes the performer will, will say, well, I, I got to get through this no matter what. the It's it's showtime and I, I'm here right. to perform and then there are other people who have the sniffles and call off a show right and listen um, there's no doubt that people are like the show has to go on so therefore I'll take whatever I have to to make the show go on no I'm not in favor of that I'm not I'm not condoning that and, and I've I've never taken a performance enhancing drug to finish a radio show never <laughs> once never ever never pops some Vicodin I, I never had to call in you know I never had to go full varsity blues and get the shot in my knee in order to in order to make the rest happen also, I uh, don't own that much whipped cream. That was a full varsity blues reference right there. That's pretty good. That's pretty you gotta be impressed. Never seen varsity blues. So Fanimation, proud sponsor of Eat Drink Smoke, <laughs> the finest fans you will ever have in your home. Ceiling fans that are beautiful, that are built with incredible craftsmanship. They're based right here uh, in Indiana, but they sell the nation over. Fanimation.com. We're talking about ceiling fans that are actual works of art that will create the full mood in your living room or in your family room, wherever it is you need them. And the airflow, how it makes you feel, how comfortable it is. Here where we record Blend Bar Cigar, every ceiling fan you see here is from Fanimation. They've got all the different styles. You've, you have not thought of ideas that they haven't already put that there on their showroom floor, on their website, Fanimation.com. Incredible, incredible people. And when you need a ceiling fan, you need to go to Fanimation, Fanimation.com. Look for it at the stores, where you shop, where you buy. Find them online, Fanimation.com. This brings us 
to a story that I'm telling you is full of crap. I'm telling you is bunk crunchy there, crunchy April. Uh-huh. I don't want to hear about your health food, jibber jabber, anything. Well, you're going to get it. Right? Oh, God. We, Here we go. We had Come fried on. chicken today. We did a whole taste test comparison between KFC and Popeyes. This because, you know, you had Pete Buttigieg, the mayor of South Bend. Uh, he was eating uh, fried chicken with Al Sharpton. Which the bigger question is why is he meeting with Al Sharpton? You know, it, the Democrats need to kiss the ring of Al Sharpton to run. I, I don't, I don't get that. Then you had uh, Democratic Representative uh, Steve Cohen say that the Attorney General William Barr is a coward and a chicken, a chicken for not showing up to the House Judiciary Committee. So right there at the committee hearing, when William Barr doesn't show up, he's eating. He's got a big bucket of KFC and he's eating fried chicken. So we did the taste test comparison. If you want to know which one was best. Subscribe to the Eat, Drink, Smoke podcast on iTunes, where you're listening right now, possibly. Eat, Drink, Smoke on iTunes. Subscribe and give it the five-star review. The key is writing a review for us. The five stars. We greatly appreciate it. Not only the, the, the stars, but writing the actual review. Right? So we reviewed the fried chicken. We're smoking the La Polina Goldie, which is an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. We've got leathers and creams in here, a bit of nuttiness as well. We are drinking the Woodford Reserve Double Oaked which is a very flavorful, multiple things happening kind of bourbon. Having it neat, I didn't even put a cube on it. Take the time with this one. Take the time to enjoy it. We do things that people would consider to be unhealthy, except they're enjoyable, and we know it, and we're grown-ups, and we're cool with it. And every day we're told that eggs will kill you. No way eggs are great for you. Coffee will kill you. No way coffee is great for you. Red meat is evil. No, no, it turns out you need some of that. That's okay. Now they're talking bacon. And a study, uh, according to uh, the UK, and what did they get right in the United Kingdom? (laughs) They're so messed up in the United Kingdom, they had to go to the US to find another princess. Well, it's also confirmed (laughs) by the World Health Organization. Stop with your words. That a slice of bacon a day could increase your risk of cancer. They found that for every 25 grams of processed meats, like sausage or bacon, eaten every day, your risk of colorectal cancer, colorectal, colorectal cancer, God, that's a tongue twister, went up 20%. 25 grams is 0.8 ounces, roughly a thin slice of bacon, which I'm screwed, because if I'm doing bacon, I'm doing the thick cut. Don't tell my rabbi. I'm sorry. I... I don't believe it, and even if I do, all right, whatever. Okay, so here, let oh, me. I, may I interrupt yo, you? You go ahead. I'll get all crunchy in a minute. Well, go no, ahead. I know this. You, you guys joke that there should be at least uh, a name segment of, of the week. Uh, your grift moment with Fingers Malloy. I don't joke. I think it should be. Oh uh, well, there should also it be. It is there whether we want it or not. So well, there <laughs> also no should joke. be a, a new segment on this show called April Ruins Food. <laughs> <laughs> she does, by the way. Yes. Right. Uh, so, so Are you tell ready for me, me to ruin food for you oh, after sure. I just ate fried chicken, five pieces? Five pieces. Okay. Of, she, she put her face in the bucket. So <laughs> I did not do that. So the problem is not the, the meat. It's, it's not the meat itself. It's not the pig. It's not the, the pork that's causing the cancer. What happens is when it's processed and preserved, then the, the nitrates and nitrates. Nitri- nitrates and nitrates. Nitrites and nitri- nitrates that get a part of the preserving and curing process. That is what is the carcinogens. Uh, so that's how the carcinogens get on the cancer. So if you're if you're looking for to buy bacon, make sure you get the uncured nitrate nitrite free, and then you're doing better than uh, the other bacon, which has the carcinogens on it. 
It's that simple. Okay. It, the bacon itself that is fine. That I can fine. live with. Because yes. I think you're right about the that. The actual bacon is fine. It's the processing. It's the process. Yes. Okay, well, that it, I can live with. I think add, that's good advice. They add the nitrates and nitrites to preserve it, and those are what are carcinogenic. So when you eat meat, you process meat with the nitrates, nitrates, nitrites, nitrates, that is Do you is feel the same way about a steak that if you do it over charcoal, you're actually killing yourself? Because I think there's a th- whole theory about how the charcoal gets into the meat and therefore, that's that so creates it's not, a problem. Except it's that it's not delicious. the charcoal; it's what's on the charcoal. Uh. So, are there are there is there fluid and you know lighter fluid enhancements on the charcoal, trying to make the flame stronger, hotter, whatever? Then there's a problem. The charcoal itself is not the problem; it's the crap they put on it. But what a way to go! Then <laughs> <laughs> that and that's just it. So I, when you see the headlines, it's misleading because it's not the actual bacon itself that's the problem; it's the way they preserve it. According to the researchers, when a person ate just over an ounce and a half of red meat, their cancer risk increased by 19%. Stop it. I will tell you, I don't do keto per se, but I don't eat bread. And we've talked about this before. I've said this many times. My diet is a tre- There are salads in my diet, um, meat and cheese, a tremendous amount. No pasta, no breads, nothing else. I feel amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, sugar is inflammation. Sugar yes, is a absolutely. problem. You know, yeah. was it Gary Taubes? Uh, like, I think he's really right. I think he, he, there's some really fascinating stuff to this I- idea, and I know some people disagree with it, and it's a worthwhile conversation. Uh, but the idea that, that sugar is what leads to inflammation, sugar is what the body can't do, mm-hmm. and we don't even recognize the levels to which we are completely inundated with sugar all the time, mm-hmm. and the... What corn has done everything. to all of us, corn in everything, corn mm-hmm. everywhere, corn mm-hmm. syrup this, corn that, mm-hmm. corn in your gas. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, right, that, that sugar thing, I think that's oh, very, absolutely. very real. I agree. I, but the idea that red meat, I, I'm a big guy. I just had my, my, I just had a massive blood workup done. Mm-hmm. Massive blood workup. My, cl- I'm telling you, that's what I eat. Mm-hmm. I eat meat and cheese. My cholesterol is 190. Yeah, your cholesterol is fine, but this is talking about cancer, which is different than your cholesterol. My point is, I'm told that all these things are supposed to send your cholesterol through the roof, yeah, and don't. it no, doesn't. They don't. Eggs don't. Meat doesn't. That's not inflammation. Is what builds up the, right. in your arteries, and that's what makes it difficult for the cholesterol. So, w- w- I always with with everything. Nobody knows the right answer. Your body knows the right answer. And you got to listen to it. Yeah. If there are things that don't work, my God, don't yeah, eat Yeah, if you eat things. something and you feel like crap afterwards, okay, maybe you're not you're eating too much of it or you shouldn't be eating it. Something's messing with you. But I think in general, here in America, our servings of meat are too big. I mean, if you're eating a big hunk of steak every yeah. night, you're eating too much meat. What? Oh, no. Our plates do not have enough vegetables on them. I'm sorry to keep saying that, but they just don't. Two things. First of all, and I, I hate to think this way and I hate to sound all tinfoil hatty. But I, because of some of the science regarding climate change, I, I'm starting to worry that science as a whole is being politicized. The fact where I'm skeptical of almost any study that comes out, which could be tied into climate change, meaning let's try to get more people off meat because... Oh, that- it is. You should be because pe- the people who are paying for this study want a study done in their favor. So right. you, have to, you have to go all the way back to... Who's paying for this? Yeah, there's that. And the other thing that I know I'm going to get hammered for here at this table, I don't understand the bacon love. Really? I like bacon. 
don't get me wrong, but the people that act like they, they want to get up in the morning and oh. bathe in bacon, they put uh, bacon in their cookies, they put bacon in the brownies, bacon, 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 I don't I get like it. I it just became a thing, particularly with the conservative movement, we kind of like had this bacon fetish come about in like 2010, 2012, and uh, certainly it's overplayed. Um, I went through it was, a, So it was like counterculture? It was the it, way yes, of saying, look at me, I'm not yep. going to listen to those yeah, people. It, that's exactly what it was, counterculture. You know? It was, it was like surgeons in the day or like bacteria, and they'd wipe their scalpel on their shoe, and then they'd engage <laughs> in surgery, which happened because they could, they could operate faster than the bacteria could get in and hurt anybody. Well, they knew they were going to bleed you with leeches later, and it would suck all the bacteria out. <laughs> leeches. That's hilarious. You know what isn't hilarious but delicious? Horse Soldier Bourbon. And that is my segue. That's pretty good. Great sponsor of the show. Found at liquor stores wherever you are. Horse Soldier Bourbon from American Freedom Distillery. Incredible guys who served our country. Uh, incredible military guys who came back after uh, their time in Afghanistan and said, what do we want to do? And they said, we want to do something together and we want to do something that will uh, we can be proud of and our families can be proud of. And they started learning how to distill bourbon and they made Horse Soldier Bourbon, award-winning Horse Soldier Bourbon from American Freedom Distillery. You can find it at your local liquor store. If not, ask for it. Uh, and you can always find it online at American Freedom Distillery. AmericanFreedomDistillery.com. That's where you find it. Great people. Thrilled to have them. And, a, and one that should totally be in your liquor cabinet uh, or, or on, in your flask or wherever it is you put your bourbon. It, it should be there. 100% Horse Soldier Bourbon. Well, and you brought up the bottle earlier. The, yeah, it's, is that a great story? And, and talk about if you have that sitting on your wet bar, it, it really, it, it it's really good marketing on their part, and it really can start a conversation about yeah. not only their story but the, the bourbon. It's, it's the bottle is a great work of yeah. art. Uh, the to cast the bottles, which are the glasses made right here in Indiana, by the way. Uh, the cast was made from steel from the wreckage of September 11th from the towers. It's really. Uh, just an all-around incredible, incredible story. Uh, and this just in, and by the time you hear this podcast, it might have happened. The mayor of New York, Bill de Blasio, is going to run for president. The guy who has favored Meatless Monday, the guy who wants to take away hot dogs from the city of New York, he's going to run for president. He, now, he's another one of these guys on the far left, socialist guy. He's got Elizabeth Warren, who's gaining in the polls. He's got Bernie Sanders. And he's like, you know what? I can outleft them. I can, I, I can all. This is an incredible, incredible. What is this number twenty three in the in, in in the race now? The twenty third Democrat. To I thought twenty two. Is he twenty two? Whatever. It is. So it's still. This is huge. So I we, mean, where is his his voter? No, twenty three, maybe. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's one or the other. That's it how might, many by there the time are. this podcast comes out, there, there might be thirty. Yeah, exactly. Well, so you've got the starting lineup for uh, the offense and the defense of an NFL football team, and now we're working on the special teams. Yeah, but none of these guys ever played football. <laughs> you take a look. You take a look at that team. That team is losing. There was a meme. Yet somebody put out yesterday. Uh, it was a, the stage of uh, uh, the first presidential debate, and they had put twenty-two podiums on the stage. Like the meme was cramming twenty-two different podiums onto the stage. <laughs> I really don't know how they're going to do it. I assume they're going to do it like they did the Republicans, because a fair amount of Republicans ran in the last one, and they did it by your polling numbers. Right. And so they, they already have one too many candidates before De Blasio. They already have one too many candidates for the first per- for the first debate. So oh, they're going to have they're, they're going to have, have multiples. To cut. Yeah, they're and gonna they're going to say what the what the 
what the polling is. They're going to take a look at what you've what the fundraising is. They're going to see. I think one of the things they're doing is how many donors you have, and that's going to make the decision. If you have a certain amount of donors, then you qualify. It was, it was some interesting number, but there it's going to be it's going to be clown show. It's it going to be really ugly is. too. The fighting going on from the people who aren't going to be invited to the main stage. There's going to be a bunch of griping. And there is a mistake I think the Republicans are going to make, and they shouldn't make it. Right now, while you can talk about candidates, you can talk about policies, stay out of the way. They are going to cannibalize themselves because they don't have a choice. So your job is to stay out of the way. Now, one of the ways you stay out of the way uh, is you don't try and find ways to inject yourself. And just so we said it here and it's clear, everybody knows that the story about Mayor Pete Buttigieg, this story that he sexually assaulted a kid is a totally false story, that he sexually yes. assaulted some 21-year-old, is a lie that was put forth by a troll by the name of Jacob Wall, W-O-H-L, a guy who got banned from Twitter, a guy who has, pr- this is a guy who had put out the, the lie that there was a sexual assault claim uh, that uh, against Robert Mueller, the special counsel that he sexually assaulted somebody. This guy is involved in a couple of different duplicitous lies. Man, this isn't helpful stuff. This isn't what you do. This only makes the other guy, in this case, Pete Buttigieg, look sympathetic, and he did nothing wrong. I don't like him on policy. Why in the world? Oh, he's gay, so we're going to say he sexually assaulted a 21-year-old man? Oh, that's the, the big scandal? What is wrong with you? And, and so, in this guy's way of thinking, oh, he's being the, the, the operative. He's playing the, the, the black ops kind of game. Worst criminal in the world. Well, I, I don't like the whole uh, way of thinking that. Well, they, well, he did it to Kavanaugh, so why can't we do it to their people? It's like, no, that's, that's, that's a crap way of thinking. Doing it to Kavanaugh, it was disgusting. Kamala Harris, Maisie Hirono, they all tried to ruin his life. And in many ways did. But it... I will argue that the backfire was the Republicans kept the Senate. I do not know what would have happened without that race. But when you take a look at the number of House seats lost, I think it was 40 overall. I mean, it's a big story, right? That no one should ever think that somehow uh, this, that Republicans managed the losses. I thought they were going to. They lost 40 seats. It's a big, big Yeah, big but they made deal. big strides in the Senate. More than, more than an incumbent in the next... More than an incumbent president going into his two years. All due respect, not enough. If Trump was that strong at the time, he should have kept more seats, and he didn't. No, the carry was the Kavanaugh. The Kavanaugh was the reason we did not completely get bombed there. Uh, 150% is why the right didn't get bombed there. It's it's absolutely, totally true. Um, I think that 2020 is right now shaping up much differently, but how things are going now, whether it's the economy or whatever else, those numbers don't matter. A year from now, start having that conversation. But these guys are going to, these Democrats are going to eat themselves alive. You're going to watch it happen. If you're somebody who doesn't want a Democrat, don't get in the way. Let them go. Let them go at it. And then when they bring up felons voting as a real subject, laugh out loud at them. That mocking certainly does work, and it certainly is a political uh, strategy. Don't get in their way. Don't make people look sympathetic. And please, don't lie. That's insane. And yeah, and don't get distracted by all the noise. And that's one of the problems I do have with President Trump is sometimes he's easily distracted and gets into these these uh, 
these pissing matches that he doesn't need to be involved in. Meanwhile, you, you have an announcement that another great month of job growth. Oh, huge, right? Yeah, and that was huge. Because they were only, some places they were anticipating 217,000. Some places they were anticipating 190,000. What was it, 250,000 or something like that? I wish they would be huge. a little and bit down. disciplined in their messaging. And that's what, we, that's what should be coming out of the White House. Yeah, well, so I, I think that Trump has a strategy, and the strategy, strategy is chaos theory. And he's just, he just doesn't care. And the proof of his success is his success. I hate an unforced error. I'm with you. I, w- I would love a little more discipline. But you take a look at, at like where he is on a, on a whole host of subjects, whether it's taxation, whether it's the economy, whether it's judges, and, and getting people confirmed. And he points to successes everywhere. He gets a trade deal. like He gets this uh, United States, Mexico, Canada deal done right to replace NAFTA. He creates a trade deal with China that ends the tariffs. It's off to the races. And the other stuff will just be annoying stuff to CNN and MSNBC. And, and the rest of America will be like, I have a job. My kids have a job. All right, I'm voting for the guy. Right? That's the way that one's going to go. Uh, let me ask you this. And maybe this isn't a fair question since I know you're about ready to wrap up. But, but say he does get all that. And then another Republican president becomes president after him. These are not traditional Republican things when you're talking about the tariffs and, and stuff, and you're talking about these trade deals that maybe aren't necessarily would have been on the, the Republicans' agenda. Do you think a Republican president would unravel this stuff? Um, it would depend on the Republican, right? Sure. So if you were to... Um, well, wait, let me, let me say it two ways. Certainly a Kasich out of Ohio, a, a Hogan out of Maryland wouldn't go about the same things that Donald Trump did. But if you're asking if they would unravel it, the answer is, oh, no. Oh, no. They'll take the victories. They'll put them in their back pocket and say, you know what? But we should have done it the right way. And they'll try and stand on some right. kind of moral superiority bullcrap, right, and get it done. And this is, if you, this is where the split between conservatives are. There are things getting done. And in the main, the thing that is being done, like tax cuts, is a conservative principle. But utilizing tariffs to move about trade negotiations, tariffs have been used. George Bush, uh, 43, totally did tariffs, right? And just not to this level and not to this extent. So is the question, will, is it, will it be done or how it's done? The niceness which, is, which it's done. Trump ain't nice. And you know what he's proved? Okay. I mean, for his base and for, I think, for independents, they're like, yeah, nice. These people are trying to kill me. Two and a half years of collusion, and all of a sudden there's no collusion, and they don't even apologize. Why should he be nice? It, so unravel, no. They'll they'll all take it as as, as the victories it, and, and be thrilled. It'll just be interesting to see because it took what uh, George H. W. Bush two years to raise taxes after he became president, riding on Ronald Reagan's coattails. Right. Oh well, listen. If he had never said "read my lips," <laughs> he would have had two terms. If he had never said "read my lips," he would have had two terms. It goes without saying. But that's a uh, well, don't don't lie about the big stuff. Don't lie about the big stuff. Trump, like building if a you wall. want. So there, so building the wall. You know what? I'm going to save that for another episode. All right. I'm going to save that for another. That's April D. Gregory on Twitter. April D. Gregory, the Smart Girl Politics Podcast is where you find her on Ricochet. Fingers Malloy at, on Facebook. Fingers Malloy Radio, the Enough Already Podcast. Wham Talk 1600. Uh, you find his radio show there uh, in Michigan. Find me Tony Katz Radio on Facebook. Find me on Instagram. Tony Katz, Twitter uh, at Tony Katz, Fanimation, 
Horse Soldier Bourbon, and of course, Blend Bar Cigar, where we record. You go to iTunes and you subscribe and give us a five-star review. Eat, drink, smoke on iTunes. And this is Eat, Drink, Smoke, Snack Size Edition. <laughs>